Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Wait for Wait Food for Thought podcast. You guys, this is like my 10th take today of recording something. Um, every time I go to record or every time I find my flow, I just... I just stop and I lose my train of thought and I think I'm just in a weird place right now with everything that I'm thinking about in my life. Honestly, I have a headache right now and the the last thing that I want to be doing honestly is recording this podcast. I want to just lay in bed and watch Netflix and just, I don't know, I'm in in a weird mood. Like I'm not really in a go-getter mood today, which I think is why it's so hard for me to get through a full episode. So I hope this is my last take of the day. Um, <clears throat> the I was re- trying to record a topic on um, having a healthy relationship with food, but as of right now, that's just not speaking to me emotionally. Like that's not what um, my soul wants to talk about. So that's why I think the conversation wasn't flowing. So I decided to stop and just switch gears altogether. I stopped. I took a quick break, and now I'm back into it. And I think why I'm having so much trouble having a cohesive conversation is because I'm in a weird, a weird spot right now. I just feel um, overwhelmed, I feel like, in my life. And it's a good kind of overwhelm. It's not like I'm overwhelmed by a lot of negative factors in my life. I am honestly bringing on this overwhelm <clears throat> into my life because of myself. Like I'm, I'm inviting it into my life when it doesn't need to be here. Um, I just want to take a quick couple minutes to recap on my day that I've had so far. I woke up at 10 AM that I, I never, ever, ever do that, that, that I guess I must've been super tired. My phone died. So no alarm went off. Um, So I had a late start to my morning, which is off for me, especially on the weekends. I like to have a, um, I like to have a full weekend. I like to wake up early, have a nice cup of coffee at like six 37 in the morning and get my day started. But had that late start, which is fine. I, uh, my body needed it. So, you know, it is what it is. Had a nice breakfast, watched a couple Netflix episodes to just be mindless for a little bit. Um, and then decided to go on a nice, beautiful run outside in sunny San Diego. It is beautiful out, even though this is honestly like, I'm so cold. I've been so cold, like every single day for the past two months. Um, it's only like 65, 70 degrees and I'm just a little wimp, a little San Diego spoiled bitch and I'm freezing, but the run was beautiful. Uh, my fiance and I ran to the top of a mountain Um, and we're, we were able to see the entire city that we live in plus the coast. So we were able to see the beach and the mountains from, from where we were running. So it was beautiful. It was refreshing. It was a slow run just to, to soak it all in, um, and just have a, a nice, good, sweaty session. Um, I had a lot of plans for today. Like I have to go get groceries. I need to, um, write some of my book that I'm working on right now. And I just can't get myself to do anything. Like I'm, I'm in my PJs. I showered after my my workout and I'm just like back in my PJs, sitting on the floor, re-recording and re-recording and re-recording and re-recording a hundred gazillion times. <laughs> but <clears throat> I think this is good for me because I, if you've listened to previous episodes, I have a really hard time um, processing however I'm feeling and I tend to deflect. So usually when I feel like this, I will either watch Netflix or go work out, um, or clean like sporadically and 
obsessively until everything is spotless and organized and I'm just like ignoring everything that I need to be to be reflecting on. So I think this is a really good um I think this was perfect timing because it's Sunday and Sunday's recording days. So the fact that I feel flustered and overwhelmed today is is a sign from those up above for me to sit down on my special recording floor, aka my bedroom floor, with a shoebox on top of, uh, I mean, right below my mic. Um, so very professional. But I am forced to now speak <clears throat> out loud and process for the first time how I am feeling. So I wanted to start by sharing a couple of quotes that I found online that I think really speak to how I'm feeling right now. And then we'll just dive in uh, try to process, understand, and find a way that this all um, compares or or can impact your life in a positive way. Because honestly, I think most of the time we think that we are alone in the ways that we feel. We feel that we our our situations are unique, and um, poor me, I'm feeling this way, and you won't understand. But the truth of the matter is, we all are going through the same things on a different scale. So I think that it's, it's easy for us to think that we are the only people going through whatever it is that we're going through, but there's comfort in in knowing that other people are also going through something similar, whether or not they feel or process the same way as you. Um, there is comfort in knowing that you are not alone in whatever you're feeling like, or, um, yeah. So the first, there's two quotes. I I can never seem to, to pick one. So for today's, whatever floats your quote, The first one is, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways that won't work by Thomas Edison. The next quote is, you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backward. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, your destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and has made all the difference in my life. Steve Jobs. So I guess what I'm feeling right now is a rush of, of overwhelm with the amount of things that I want to do in my life. I feel like life, and as I get older, I just turned 25 this week, so I feel like as I get older, it's, it's now this race race with time. We are racing time to try to beat it. And at the end of the day, time will always win. I feel like there's not enough hours in the day. There's not enough months in the year for me to accomplish everything that I want to accomplish. And I have, I set really big goals for myself, like really big. And some of them, I I know I can reach all of them. I know that if whatever I set my mind to and whatever you set your mind to can happen as long as you want it to happen. But it, it is overwhelming to to see everything that you want to accomplish in your lifetime and really not knowing where to start and really not knowing where to begin. And when you do begin, it's like, which project do I begin with? Um, plus, I have a, a full-time job. So you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working Monday through Friday from 6.50 in the morning to 4.30 in the afternoon. So th- wh- where where's the balance? Do I wake up early? Which I do. I wake up at 4.30 to kickstart my day, to write my book, to stretch, to read, to do whatever it is that I need to do to be successful, to set myself up for success. Um, and at the end, end of my work day, I end up working out after work, coming home, cooking dinner, and usually going to bed. I usually don't allow myself time at night to do whatever it is that I need to do to 
um, kickstart my goals, but I feel like you're either a morning person or a night, a night owl. And for me, I've learned that throughout my college years, I was both, I was a morning person and I could stay up, stay up till one or two in the morning, get shit done and wake up at six or seven in, in the morning and do it all again. I'm not like that anymore. I have to go to bed by 9.30 at the latest, like an old grandma, because if I don't, I'm actually like, I can see a difference with myself at work and I cannot allow anything to interfere with my performance at work. Obviously that's my livelihood. That's my lifestyle. And I, I want to do well at my job. So I can't have anything, anything hindering my, my full-time job even if that means, you know, sacrificing some, some of my dreams and goals here and there, I need to get sleep. Plus without sleep, we're actually kind of useless. You know, I don't want to wake up feeling groggy or like my, my day is wasted because I can't focus. And I'm, I'm just thinking about when I can go to sleep next. So I need, no matter what I'm doing, a full night's sleep to recover, give my brain a break, um, to just be ready to kick some ass the next day. So I find that, and I found my flow, that waking up in the morning is easier for me. So find your flow, whether that's sleeping in in the mornings for a couple hours and staying up at night so that when people are asleep, you are doing your thing, you are grinding, or whether it's waking up before the sun rises and setting your intentions for the day and setting up your what your day looks like and what you want to be successful for. But for me, I'll just be straight up about what projects I want to do. I, I, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I was working on the body positivity project and I will just get into this briefly, but, um, the whole point of the body positivity project was to highlight, um, anybody, um, anybody, not anybody, well, anybody and anybody to highlight their, their flaws and their beautiful bodies and scars and just the way you are. No makeup, brawn underwear, or one piece to just highlight this is my body and this is what I look like and guess the fuck what? I love it. Um, And the whole point of the project was to just showcase a bunch of different people, a bunch of different races, a bunch of different sizes, and just show that there is love and beauty to be found in every single one of these people. The project, obviously, I do want to reach men as well, but it's harder for men to be open about feeling um, uncomfortable about their bodies. I think there's a lot of body image issues and a stigma that's related to specifically men that they won't talk about because they're supposed to uphold this macho, um, macho man persona and Uh, you know, I don't care about my body, but you know, you see these guys in the gym all the time and eating their protein and whatever, what have you. But anyways, point of this is it's easier for girls to get on board for this project than guys. But eventually I wanted to expand to guys once I start getting momentum with this project. So I had a little bit of a falling out with the photographer that I was working with. We didn't see eye to eye, eye, no animosity. Um, We left on neutral terms, but I just, I couldn't there was just too much waiting time for me. I was waiting for things to get done. I was following up too many times. Hey, when is this going to be done? When is this going to be done? Are you done with the video? Are you done with editing? Um, and it ended up taking like six months after the project for me to be like, Hey, you know what? This isn't working. Um, I have a dream and I have a project that I want to make, make successful. And there's only so much that I can do on my end. We're partners and you have the photos and you know, that's, that's what it is. I, I did all that I could do. And at that point I was just waiting. Um, so I called that off. It's taken me a few months to get back into the project, but I found a new photographer, a new group of people that are willing to 
make this project a success. So we're actually working on planning our next photo shoot, which I'm so, so, so excited for. Um, few, few logistics to figure out before we announce the date of the photo shoot and start getting a roster. So that's super exciting. Um, so that's one project that I'm working on right now. Another project is my book, which honestly, it's, it's so hard for me to write because it's all about my dad. It's about dealing with grief, dealing with loss, what that entails, how that changes a person, how that hardens a person and how you can turn that grief into something really beautiful and positive and, and, and take that energy and put it back, recycle it back into the world in a really positive, uplifting manner. But obviously I'm, I'm opening wounds that I ignored and didn't tend to. So it's hard for me to write the book. And I sit down, I try to allocate at least two days a week to write this book And even so, when I'm writing, I find myself just staring at my screen like, how do I even formulate this? How do I have, I haven't even processed this. So it's emotionally hard for me to, to write this book. So that's another project. Um, I want to start getting merchandise going for, for Wait for Wait. Eventually Body Positivity Project will have its own as well. Once that starts to get some momentum, I want to have a book for the Body Positivity Project to have like a little coffee table book with the stories of the people that are doing the the photo shoot talking about their experience with with body image or how they perceive themselves or just whatever they want to talk about it doesn't necessarily have to be about their body it could just be about them as a person about their lives so that's another project um and <clears throat> the biggest project of them all is I want to open a coffee shop with my sister that is my dream that is my goal I want to have the most beautiful uh, coffee shop that you've ever been to. I want people to come from around the country and around the world to come visit this coffee shop. I want it to be a vibrant environment um, where people can feel comfortable coming to study and also just coming to meet up. Um, I want to emphasize the um, the beauty and the art of coffee and the science of coffee. So I don't want it to just be like, hey, come get a shitty black cup of coffee and then enjoy the ambiance. It's going to be a great fucking ambiance and a great fucking drink at the same time. Because I think most coffee shops nowadays are one or the other. It's either come for the experience and our uh, okay product or come for our fantastic product and we don't have a great experience or ambiance. So that's what I'm trying to manifest. And that ultimately is the biggest goal for me um, I have an internship at a coffee shop that I work at about like twice a month. Um, and I'm learning the ropes slowly, but at, at the end of the day I'm working. So if it's busy, I have to do the grunt work. I have to do the dishes. I have to wipe tables and I don't really get the experience that I want to get with, um, learning how to be a barista and understanding coffee and the science behind coffee. Um, so <clears throat> I'm practicing a lot of at home. And by practicing a lot at home, I mean, I'm failing a lot at home. I'm failing with frothing milk. I'm failing with how to, how to pull the right espresso shot. I'm failing with how to taste the differences between a burnt espresso shot and a espresso shot that wasn't extracted properly. And all of these factors that I have to figure out myself because I don't, I don't necessarily have the time during the week to get a full-time job at a coffee shop to learn all the ropes when you know, coffee shops are typically less busy throughout the work week when people are at work and you have surges in the morning before work, during lunch, and then after work for the after work pick-me-up. But on the weekends, people are out and about, they want their coffee, they're in and out of stores, they're shopping around. So it's pretty, it's pretty busy. There's not enough time for me during the weekends to, um, 
to learn the ropes. And then I don't have time during the week because I have a full-time job. And ultimately that's what takes precedent right now because financially I need that um, in my life. So there's all of these things that are just lingering over my head. And every single day, I just feel like there's just this little bit of, okay, which project do I tackle today? And I feel like I can't give my all into one project. I'm, I'm spreading myself too thin with all of these projects, but I'm kind of conflicted because I, I can't pick one or the other. These are all the things that mean everything to me. And, and these are the things that are making me find purpose in my life, um, helping me, um, tap into a part of myself that I've ignored, um, giving me a reason to be successful in my life. And every single thing that I want to do has a different benefit that it's bringing me. So I I can't get myself to pick one, but at the same time, I can't get myself to allocate the enough, enough time that I need for every single project. So I'm spreading myself too thin. And like, even as I, as I talk about this right now, I literally have the biggest headache and I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, but I just can't find that sweet spot. And I know that time waits for nobody. So I can't just sit back and do nothing. I can't just admit defeat and say, fuck me. Like there's too many things that I want to do. I'll get to them someday, one at a time, slowly, but surely. Slowly but surely does not fucking work, you guys. Like, life is just go, go, go. Each day comes and goes so fast. Like, I get home from work and I finish my workout and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting ready for my next workday already. Like, there's when do I squeeze the time in to do what I need to do? I I don't know. I just feel like there's not enough time in, in my days. And then during the weekends, too. I'm either working at the coffee shop, so I really have only one full day to just for myself to have have some downtime, <clears throat> and I'm really not good at squeezing downtime into my life um, at all. It's it's usually on the back burner for me, and I find myself more and more lately craving downtime, craving a lazy Saturday or a lazy Sunday where I don't have to think much so that I can just reset and be ready for the next work week so that I can both crush my goals, my personal goals, and my my career goals and and also just doing a kick-ass job at work without coming in like a zombie and just being another buddy buddy body in the office um I want to kick ass at my job I want to do well I want to be successful so I don't want to sacrifice um anything that's going to make me do reach not reach my potential at work so I'm sure a lot of you guys are feeling conflicted about this too, because you might be in a job that you know is just a job and not a career. And what are you going to do for the rest of your life? Where is your purpose? Where's your calling? What can you do to tap into that? What can you do to, to listen to your gut feeling and to your soul? And what is your soul begging you to do? And you should do whatever it is to help you get there. If your job right now is not helping you reach your goal, quit. Quit it right now. You will find, well, find another job first. Uh, good advice. Find another job first and then quit. But nothing you are, are doing in your life right now should be useless. Everything should be helping you grow both personally and in the business world. Everything should help you help propel you forward to, to whatever it is that you want to achieve in your life. The dream that you have conjured up in your head is possible as long as you're taking the steps to get there. So to be honest, the job that I'm in right now, is it my career? 
<clears throat> no. Do I love it? Yes. Is it my calling? No. But I'm learning. I'm learning how to to I'm learning how the market works. I'm learning how to work with people. I'm learning how to sell. Um, I'm learning. I'm gaining all of these skills that I, I can utilize outside of my job, which is so important. If a job is only teaching you something that can only be applied inside the job itself, useless. Quit. Stop it. It's it's not it's not doing anything to serve you in your life. So do I know that I'm going to be not going to be at my job forever? Yes. Does my boss know that? Yes. And my boss, which is the best part, my, my, my boss knows about all of my goals and dreams. Both of my bosses are willing to help me, to talk me through, to, to, they understand that this is not my end goal and they want to help me get to my end goal. But here's the thing too. I don't believe in an end goal. There is no end goal. We, we live our lives hope, you know, we don't know when the end is going to be. So why should we plan the end goal for our dreams? Our dreams should be so large and so fulfilling and so exciting that we have our whole lifetime to make them happen. There shouldn't be like, well, once I get this, 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 I'm done and I'm happy. It should be, I get this and I've succeeded. What is the next thing that I can do to be successful? Now that doesn't mean, and I think this is super important to <clears throat> understand is that doesn't mean that you can't look at your success and be happy about it. You shouldn't be trying to get to the next thing without, without um, looking back on your, your progress and your success. Every, you should take a moment to stop, feel it all, look at where you've come, be appreciative of how hard you worked. Take that moment and boom, what's the next thing that you can do to grow, to improve, to succeed? Because growth never stops. We never stop growing. We never stop learning. And when you do, you are no longer successful. It doesn't matter what you're doing in your life and whatever the, the textbook definition is of success. To me, success means that I've reached my potential. And my potential is always growing as I grow. And as I get older, my potential is expanding. And that's, what you, and that's how you should view life your, for your own life. Whatever you need to do in your life to propel you forward is what you need to do. Stop everything. Cut out people. Cut out jobs. Cut out hobbies that are not propelling you forward, that are not helping you be successful in your life. And I think that's what I'm kind of going through right now. And <clears throat> right off the bat, this episode has been more fluid than the last like t 10 takes that I've done because this is what is speaking to you right now. This is what my soul is begging me to to process and understand and speak about like verbally rather than keeping it all locked up in my little tiny head that our heads can only hold so much information. And what I've, I've gotten to try to, um, help me get into a positive mindset lately because I feel like <clears throat> all the things that I want to do are kind of weighing down on me negatively. And I need to reshift my priorities and reshift, um, or reorganize how exactly I'm going to achieve everything and have more realistic goals for myself so that everything seems a little bit more manageable. But lately I've been, I've allowed my, my dreams and my overwhelm to affect me in a negative way. I'm, I'm discouraged. I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm, uh, 
like mad at myself, like at work, if I'm not getting the deals that I need to be getting for sales, I'm just disappointed in myself. Um, I, I've been really comparative. I keep comparing myself to other salespeople around me, other people in my job, um, <clears throat> other people that, that kind of do similar things as I, that I do and, and why I can't be as successful as those people. But success is individual. Success is, is only relative to our own lives. If I can look back at myself last week or two weeks or four months ago or three years ago, have I progressed? If the answer is yes, then I am being successful. If the answer is no, then I'm hindering my success because of something that I'm doing to myself. So you should never compare your success to that of other people because success is relative. It really just depends on what you want to achieve and how you want to grow and how you want to carry yourself and what goals you want to reach. The people that you're comparing yourself to don't have similar goals as you do. So what's why would we compare goals that aren't similar? You know, that everything's different and individualized because we're all living different, unique, beautiful, inspiring, successful lives. So tap into your strengths, tap into your, um, your soul. What is your calling? And block out the white noise, block out the bullshit around you, block out the negativity. Actually, let the negativity in. I have, I'm learning this lately is all the negativity. I'm letting that fuel me. If somebody thinks I can't do something, fucking watch me. I will do it. I, I kind of live for shit like that. Like when people say like, Oh, a coffee shop, like, you know, those are really like a lot of coffee shops fail. I'm like, mine won't fucking fail. Tell me again. Mine will fail. I will prove to you that it'll be the best fucking coffee shop you've ever seen. You've ever been to. So I, I kind of, I'm different in that way. I feel like a lot of people use negativity to discourage them. I let that fuel me. I remember this one time, my sister and I <clears throat> were big runners. We've done cross country our whole lives, but we've never ran past like 10 miles before. And that's a lot. That's a lot of miles, but we ran that for school, like for practice. And this, my sister and I were talking about like running 17 miles as a joke. And this one person said, you guys can't run 17 miles. You've never trained. We looked at each other and we said, okay. And that week we put on our running shoes. <clears throat> we put on our running gear, put on our headphones, and we just went for it. Um, 17 miles later, I was bored as hell. It was a very boring run. Like that's so long, you guys. Like I just, I had so many things I could have done other than that. Um, <clears throat> my legs hurt. They ached. I had to take a bath, but we did it we did it. We didn't train for it and we did it. And that was a pride thing for me. It's like, you tell me I can't do something, you watch, I will achieve it. So use that negativity, use that. Um, and I think people, people like to tell you that you can't do something because it makes them feel better about what, um, they can achieve and just putting other people down is just a way for us to feel better about ourselves, even if we don't mean it. So take those things lightly, try to understand negativity from the other person's perspective. Um, I think all, everything that we do in our lives, we try to give ourselves a little ego boost and try to tell ourselves that we're the best that we can be. And if that means knocking somebody else down to make ourselves feel better, it's just something, it's just a defense mechanism that we do. So let negativity fuel you, but block out the white noise. So block out, um, 
anything else that's not serving you. But the thing about success is if you don't believe that you will succeed, you will never succeed. That belief has to be stronger than anything else for you to be a successful person. And for me, that voice that's screaming at me to be successful and to not repeat things in my life and in my past and just the way I grew up, um, to not have that life for for me, my, my husband, uh, my soon-to-be husband, and my children in the future, that's fueling me to be so successful, to be financially successful, to have my own business, to have my own line, to make a difference in the world, to to teach, to educate, to spread awareness and to just do as much good on this earth that I want, that I can do before my time on this earth is up. And that is enough fuel for me to last me a lifetime. But that doesn't mean that I I don't get tired and I don't get overwhelmed and frustrated and like, oh, where the fuck do I go from here? But no one said success is easy. Nobody said climbing to the top is just a a nice little climb. It takes work. It takes energy. It takes dedication. It takes time. um, It takes sacrifices. And without all of those things, you will never be successful, but you have to be willing to give it your all, give it a hundred percent. Once you're in, you're in, there's no other option. And I don't like saying failing is not an option because failing is how you succeed without failing. You don't know what to change. You don't know how to grow. So I, I welcome failure into my life, but I don't let failure define me. I'm not going to look at one of my failures and just say, uh, well, I guess, I guess this wasn't meant to be like what? Nobody that just opens a business or opens a successful company or, or climbs to the top did it in one try. That's unheard of. It can take years. And I recognize that all of my goals that I want to achieve are not going to happen this year. They're going to take years. That doesn't mean I'm not going to start now. That doesn't mean I don't have the tools or the willpower to pave the way right now because that's exactly what I'm going to do. But we have to understand and you have to understand that your goals and your successes are going to take time, energy, dedication, willpower, and failing. Accept failure with open arms and accept um, negativity with open arms. And, and you know exactly what I mean by that because I just I just um, explained it. But don't give off negativity. So accept it, challenge it, and turn that negativity into something fucking amazing because that is how you become successful. And that is what I'm trying to do in my life right now. And <clears throat> even though I don't have the answers and even though I, I finally was able to verbalize this and I feel better and I feel a little bit lighter knowing that it's, I, I, can, I have a habit of making things seem larger in my head and more problematic in my head and more flustered in my head. But if I get it out and I verbally talk myself through it like I just did for the first time, um, I feel lighter. So do whatever it is that you need to do to be successful. 
Um, I, I don't have all the answers. I don't know what it takes, but for me, what I've just, I, I, I tried to talk about it, but I just got on a huge tangent, but when I, I downloaded a couple of days ago to, to help myself feel really motivated every morning. Cause I find myself, my momentum and my motivation is slowly both declining at the same time. I'll, I, I try to wake up at four 30 every morning. And for the last week I've been waking up at like four forty-five, five. like, Oh, let me just snooze. Not a big deal. Um, no, it is a big deal. I got to get the fuck up. My alarm was set for four 30. I made a promise to myself to be up at 4.30, to write my book, to stretch, to read, to do whatever it is that I need to do. I better be up at 4.30, period. Um, but what I've, I've downloaded is, and I don't, I'm like, the suspense, you guys. I keep bringing this up and then like talking about something else. But um, I don't really believe in horoscopes. Like, I think they're fun to read um, and they're just like exciting. But I don't really understand the the science behind science air quotes behind it or what it really entails and all the planet shit. Like I don't fucking know, but I downloaded a daily horoscope app to just read my horoscope every morning, whether it's real or not, doesn't matter. It's something that's telling me like, this is what, um, you know, your day can look like and the power is in your hands or whatever. And I have the ability to be like, you know what? Fuck. Yeah, it is. Fuck. Yeah. The power's in my hands. Boom. I'm ready for my day. So it's just something positive for me to read or think about. And I think that no matter what horoscope you read, like I could be reading the wrong horoscope, any horoscope kind of challenges, challenges your life and says, this may be going on in your life and this is how you may overcome it. And I think we can relate to every single horoscope and everything that it's telling us like, oh yeah, you can relate to this. It's like, you know what? I can actually think of an exact example of what this is referring to and how I can combat that. So that's how I'm using my daily horoscope. It's just, it's, it's, it's like a little daily prompt for me to think about, hey, what is going on in my life right now? And how am I going to use that to fuel me and make me successful and set up my day in a positive way? So that is what I'm doing to help me. It's just a little step. Um, I am trying to become more organized with how I do things and how I manage whatever it is that I want to do, um, all the projects that I want to do. I think I'm going to try to get a big old whiteboard. And any thought that comes to mind, I just want to write it down because I feel like for me, I'm, I'm too used to like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this, but I can't because I have this, this, this. And then I think about it. I'm like, what did I say I wanted to do? Oh yeah, this, but wait, there was another thing that I said I wanted to do, or I can't do that because of this. And then it's just like this whole like stressful thought process of what do I need to do? How do I need to do it? How many projects are going on at one time that I don't know because I can't, I don't have something tangible and physical in front of me to, to lay out a, a roadmap of what I'm doing to, to be successful. And then I just get overwhelmed and discouraged and then just like lay in bed. <clears throat> so I'm really being my own enemy when it comes to my own success. So I think for you, find your, find your tool to help you stay on track every single day. And what I need to do too is I need to schedule in downtime. I can't guess when my next downtime will be. And that's what I typically do. It's like, oh, I think I might have a break on Saturday. Like I'll say that on a Monday. Okay. I think Saturday I might have a break. Um, that's not, that's not sustainable. It, it leads to burnouts. And I think I'm just in the midst of a burnout. Um, especially because, oh, I'm planning a wedding too. I forgot about that till just now. And that I think is also stressing me out because I'm pretty relaxed I'm pretty chill. Like my wedding's in Yosemite. It's, I have my dress already. So like that huge stressor is out of my way. We have the venue, um, invitations are on their way, but like little details. And I think this is like a, 
I think this is good practice for me because all of my dreams are so big, but I have problems with the details. I have problems with the little steps and getting there and, and finding little benchmarks for myself is hard for me to think about because I have this, like, I I think of big picture and I can't think on a smaller scale. Same thing with this wedding. It's like, I I found the venue really quickly. I booked it. I found my dress, boom, picked it. It took me 30 minutes to find my dress. And then I'm thinking about all the small things like invitations, forks, knives, napkins, tablecloths. Like what the fuck do I need? Like just honestly, can someone do this for me? Can I just show up at my own wedding and just be like, hey guys, like thank you so much for coming. Didn't send out the invitations, but I'm so glad you're all here. I wish that could happen. Um, And that's that's a headache too of figuring out like who you're going to invite and who's going to be pissed. And at the end of the day, it's like, I don't give a fuck, you guys. Like if I like you, you'll be there and it's my wedding, not yours. So if you feel butthurt, you should have texted me but sometime within the last two years, just saying. But um, yeah, whole new tangent, but all these things are going on and I can't think of the smaller steps to get there, which is where my frustration lies. Um, but <clears throat> I have a new team of photographers, a new team of videographers, um, and to, to figure out my body positivity project. So boom, one thing is done. I have a friend helping me with the clothing line for weight for weight. Boom. That is done. Um, I have to find my own time to write my book and to be, to be on it. I can't be inconsistent about it. Inconsistency does, does not help you get as successful as you want to be in your life. Inconsistency and success do not go together. Um, consistency is the key to everything. Habit is the key to everything and making sure that you have healthy habits that are getting you on track for your life is so important. Um, and I don't, I I can't sit here and tell you this is how to be successful. I don't fucking know. I'm, I just turned 25. Like, I don't even know where my life is going. I don't know what my, my, what this year is going to look like. I don't know what next year is going to look like. And I've stopped trying to plan out my years. I've stopped trying to plan out my weeks and my, my months and, and next year, it's like, okay, guys, day by fucking day. Today is the only day that matters. We can plan out a roadmap for what we want our future to look like in terms of success, but you can't control what happens. You can control what happens in the present moment to help propel you forward in the future, to help set you up for a successful future. But by thinking of a successful future, by thinking of your dreams, by thinking about how successful you can be, you're not doing. So do whatever it is that you need to do to push yourself forward. Find your, find your motivation. Find your, um, that one thing that makes you so fucking stoked every morning. Find your why to get you out of bed. If you hate your job, fucking quit your job. I, I don't, I, like I see it within the workplace that I work in too is people complain and, and just bitch about their job. It's like, leave. No one is forcing you to stay here. If you're honestly that unhappy coming into work, I don't, I can't imagine how your life is, you know, work is such a huge part about a huge part of ourselves and a huge part of our lives because that is how we make a living. That's how we make our livelihood. So why would you be stuck in a job that you hate? Find it in you to find a new job and move on. Find whatever it is that you need to do to be so fucking stoked every single day because that is all we have is today. So if I'm doing something today that's making myself annoyed or upset or frustrated, why would I waste my entire day doing that? Why would I waste my energy 
I have I have a life to live. I have a life that I want to to be passionate about and successful and and I want to grow and and look back on my life and say I fucking kicked ass. There's nothing that I could think of looking back into my life where, uh, where, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I wasn't happy in my 20s because I was stuck with this job that I didn't like because I needed money. You can make money at whatever job that you get. You just have to be happy. Happiness, nobody can find that happiness for you. Nobody can build success for you. That lies in your hands. So quit bitching about it and do something about it. I am trying to do the same. I am trying to get all negative thoughts out of my head. And I need you to do the same. I need you to find whatever it is that you need to do to make that happen. Whether it's a run, whether it is um, meditating, whether it is journaling or writing or reading or confronting whatever it is that's making you really annoyed or negative, do it. Stop wasting time. Stop wasting your own time, your own valuable, precious time, because the clock stops for no one. The clock is a stubborn son of a bitch that doesn't give a fuck and will continue to tick on by whether you do something with your life or not. So what you choose to do with your life is in your hands. Your success lies in your hands and not anybody else's. You can blame every, everybody all you want that you are not successful because of that person said this and this person did that and this person fucked me over. But at the end of the day, you have the power to be as successful as you want to be. Prove those people wrong. Be a badass bitch. Find ways to succeed, period. Like I said, I don't have all the answers, so I can't sit here and give you all of the advice that I that you need to do and all the steps that you need to do to become the best person that you can be. All I can say is, and I am I am moving through this with you. I am learning with you. I'm figuring it out with you. Um, but what I'm doing and what I plan on doing is my boss is really good at giving me advice. So sometimes if I just come to him and say, hey, this is what's going on. I don't know where to start. He'll He has a way of making everything seem not as big as it, as it is in my head, which I think for all of us, we all have, have the ability and tendency to heighten things up in our heads. So find the equivalent of my boss to you. Is it your friend? Is it your, your partner? Is it your parent? Is it your sibling? Who is that person that you can sit down and have a real conversation with about, here's what's going on. Here's what I want to do. And I'm at a block. I'm at a, I'm at a roadblock and I don't know where to go from here because if we don't seek help, we don't talk things through. We're just sitting, we're just having this back and forth conversation in our head trying to figure out, oh, well, well, what do I do now? Well, you could do this, but you could also do this, but you can do this, you're not going to be successful. And then we, we trip out, like we, I'm tripping out right now, like just thinking about all the things that I trip out about is tripping me out. (laughs) So find, find that person, talk it through and just do, just go out there and do, do whatever it is that you need to do. Whether you fail or you succeed, you, you won't know until you try. You won't know until you quit dreaming and start doing. Dreams are not reality, but you, can, you have the power to make a dream a reality. So go out there and fucking do it. Kick ass in life. Make a change in the world. Be a fantastic person. Be a good person and do everything from your heart. Because ultimately, if, you're, if you are authentic and genuine and do things from your heart, success will follow. 
So with that, I feel a little bit more relieved. I feel like it was a sign that I couldn't get through my my episode on having a relationship with food because that's just not what was authentic to me. And the whole point of this podcast is, is for me to be authentic, speak from a place of of or whatever my heart is speaking to so that you guys can relate. You guys can see you're not alone in whatever it is that you're feeling and that I don't have all the answers. You could look at my Instagram page and say, oh my gosh, her life is great. She has a full-time job. She lives in San Diego. Um, I don't post all of my, my frustrations all the time. Nobody posts all of their frustrations all the time. Nobody posts pictures of them crying. Nobody posts pictures of them having an episode or a breakdown. Um, or if it does, it's very rarely, but we see this one side on social media and it's a beautiful side and it's not the real side. So I try to be as real as I can on social media, but at the end of the day, it's hard. It's hard for me to just like, you know, be in the middle of a, of a breakdown, snap a picture of me crying and then post online. It's like, that's not what it's about. You know, um, I try to be as authentic as I can. And I think this podcast is, is an easier way for me to be open than it is for me to post a photo and write a, just, a, you know, a short caption about something that's way deeper than just a stupid surface level Instagram post. So I hope, I hope this was helpful. I hope you guys were able to at least relate to some aspect of what I was preaching about. I feel better. I feel a little bit less overwhelmed. I, I sometimes all it takes is just some talking through. So I hope this inspired you to just go out there and kick some ass. I hope you don't just call up your boss and quit your job. (laughs) So make the smart choice out there and, um, yeah, just kick some ass in life, you guys, because you deserve it. You're here for a reason. So you might as well make your time on earth count. Uh, with that, I look forward to talking to you guys next week, and I hope you have a lovely week ahead. Until next time. Yeah.